Welcome to the Litigation Psychology Podcast brought to you by Courtroom Sciences. Here's part two of my interview with trucking plaintiff attorney, Joe Freed. Now, sticking with this theme of differences between, you know, um, plaintiff and defense attorneys, there's actually, there's difference between plaintiff attorneys. Now, I'm dying, I'm dying to get your, uh, your input on this. You're about um, to get me in trouble, aren't you, Bill? You're about I'm to get try- me in trouble. I am trying to get you in trouble, but I'm not going to mention any names. Um, I did in my outline, but I'm not going to mention his name. But you have some pretty popular plaintiff attorneys out there. You you know who they are. Uh, they're very vocal about their absolute disdain for the insurance industry. Um, they're very, very active. And they don't hide this stuff. They're very, very public with it. Um, essentially calling the you know insurance industry, you know, the evil empires, it's all their fault. And then the the infamous Morgan and Morgan email that came out a few months ago with the Florida tort reform, essentially saying, we're really going to stick it to the insurance companies coming right from, you know, the Morgan and Morgan uh, e- email. And they've created this, you know, um, again, this kind of like where we started this conversation, this absolute um, hatred. And, and, and I think that's turned into certain plaintiff attorneys that behave in certain ways, particularly um, in discovery, where they send the threatening emails. Um, they are they are borderline unprofessional, if not unethical, during depositions. As far as some of the tactics that they they pull during depositions, and they come out and essentially send an email saying, "I want your entire policy, and if you don't give it to me by Friday, we're not. I, I'm not negotiating. We're going right to trial." Um, that's I don't see you doing those things. I see a lot of other people doing those things. Um, what do you think about those tactics? Because I think those are actually growing uh, in popularity, and I see more and more of them from the plaintiff's bar. Um, well, I mean, as you might imagine, I'm, if I thought that was the right way to practice law, I would do it. You do uh, it. Yeah. So I don't do it. And um, um, honestly, I cringe when I see some of the things that I see. Uh, and, but I also think that I don't know if it's growing or not. Um, I'm trying to be a voice in the other direction, uh, yeah. cause I don't think it's good. You know, I mean, talk about, you know, killing the goose that laid the golden egg, you know, to, I mean, it's kind of a silly, silly thing. Uh, now, yeah. Look, I mean, I I've had my own cases where, um, people on the defense, certain companies, certain defense lawyers, certain defense, you know, where the tactics were what I'll call a scorched earth kind of a tactic. Um, the way I've chosen to deal with that is to say, if that's the way you want to go, I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm going to take it. I am going to take it to a jury. And, and, you know, I, you know, some people say, try the lie. I'd say, try the game. If I can, if you want, you want my recipe for, for a, a huge result. If I can, if I can show the game that's being played, yeah. Now the case is about something that's more important than the case. It's about I can I can the jury can be empowered to not not disendorse the game if that's a word, but to 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 say that that's not the way we're going to practice. That's not the way we're going to do it in our jurisdiction. You know, dot dot dot. And so I think that I think I I think it's terribly unfortunate the level of the lack of professionalism that that sometimes I see, but I also see I. I have to say, I also see some fantastic. In the the lawyers who, who I think are the best plaintiffs' lawyers, they're not doing that. 
You know, I mean, they're, they're people who um, you would have a reasonable conversation with on the other side. They're, yeah. and they, they have a different bend and a different point of view than people on the defense, a lot of them. And that's fine. I mean, we all, we're all entitled to our point of view, but where it becomes venomous, I just disagree with that. Um, I think that's what, I think the courts, unfortunately, have not helped us in these in these regards, because if I were a judge and I, I spent 20 years as a part time judge um, and I, I, I don't want to be a full time judge. Um, uh, for this very reason, I mean, the, the, the infighting is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I was in a case not long ago down in Florida um, and uh, I got brought in to try the case and and the sides were at each other's throats so much. I went down, we're in federal court. I went down my first appearance in the case and literally these lawyers on both sides, plaintiff's lawyers, defense lawyers. I mean, it's like a melee in the freaking federal court. And they're, 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 they're in the middle of the well of the court yelling at each other, spit coming out of their mouth. I mean, pointing (laughs) fingers. And I was, I was leaning back and looking at this and the judge finally leaned over and said, Mr. Freed, are you enjoying the show? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, no, sir, I'm, I'm horrified. Honestly, yeah. I'm in courts all over the country. I've never seen conduct like this. And he said, yeah, welcome to my world. And wow. yeah, in, in the back of my mind, I, I thought, you know, it's, it's your world because you're tolerating it. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but, but you don't have to tolerate it. And I think, I think, um, you know, if, if courts, whatever side, and this is to say, if my if whoever's on my side deserves to get hit, then by God, so be it, and, and I would welcome it, and vice versa. But if you know if the court started coming down and saying, you know what, we're going to require decorum, we're going to we're going to require professionalism. Whoever, you know, if you want to bitch bitch about something, come in and bitch about it. If you're right, you're going to get the sanction you're looking for, and if you're wrong, you're going to get your ass kicked yeah. for for overreaching. Um, and let's start putting this thing back together again. I, I I don't think it's too late for our system. Um, and I don't think that the, I don't, while I do think that there are fringes that do the stuff you're talking about, and I know this is a long, really long meandering, uh, response, but I, I think the vast majority of lawyers, this is not happening with, and then there's the ones you and I can name and they're pro and we can probably name them on both sides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. They they thrive on that fight. They yeah. got to have that that bitterness. Um, and you know, I mean, when I always look at them, and I teach my lawyers this. I always say, you know, first of all, if someone's a jerk to you, doesn't give you the right to be a jerk. That's that's my. I tell my people. Yeah. I use I use the a hole a hole word, but I don't. <laughs> uh, um, I won't hear. But um, you know, just because you're treated some way doesn't give you the right. You know, doesn't give you the right to tick for tat kind of a thing. Um, But I think at the, at the end of the day, what I always do is I look at those people and say, you know, gosh, something's going on in their life to keep them that way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm glad that that's not going on in my life. Um, So that's the way I deal with it, but I'm not sure I answered your question, but I sure meandered a lot. Uh, You know, you certainly did. Um, But yeah, it's it's something that's out there. Um, But I, I know that you're very appreciated um, by many for handling things the way that you do. I got a couple you, more. So, I got... Some, sometimes, Bill, though, you know, you talk about weakness. Some people look at what I do and and um, and say, well, that's weak. 
Yeah. Joe's backing down. I don't see it that way at all. And like, my, and my, I mean, I, I, I would, um, uh, you know, people say, well, you've done, you've done well. Imagine how much better you would have done if you would have done the yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I, I totally disagree. You know I mean? But because of the way that I choose to practice, not only do I get good results for my clients, but I, 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 um, you know, I'm, at a recent at a recent event, um, one of the telematics companies, one of the um, one of the video companies, uh, got up. I was speaking. It was actually at a defense program, and one of the um, telematics. I'm one of the. Well, it was it was the Lytics person. The Lytics person got up and said, "You know, my number one customer is in the audience today. In terms of if you define customer as the person who's responsible for more Lytics." trucks having Lytics system in it than, than any of my customers is in the audience and he probably doesn't even know who he is and then called me out and I had no idea. But, you know, I look at every single case as an opportunity at the end, not only to have done something good for the client, but to do something good for the motor carrier and, and their drivers. And if, if I see a safety issue, I try to require the correction of that safety issue as part of the, as part of the, um, uh, part of the re resolution. So, you know, there's, there's over a hundred thousand trucks out on the road now that have dash cams that wouldn't, um, or that at least didn't, you yeah. know, before I, before we were involved in litigation with them, there's a bunch of companies out there who are using automatic emergency braking now that didn't before because of that. Um, but anyway, I, I think this is by far the right way to do things. Cause when you're, when you're just about venom, it never ends. It never ends. You know, totally agree. Totally agree. Couple of, couple more questions for you. Then I'm going to let you go. Um, and again, this has been a fascinating uh, discussion. I want to get a little bit more specific here. Um, deposition testimony, particularly when you're deposing, say, um, a corporate representative, uh, a safety director, uh, even a driver. But, but I'm thinking more of the, particularly the corporate people. Um, and the witness has been instructed to do something called pivoting. You've heard of this? Yeah. I think I'm a victim of pivoting. Yeah. So, so in other words, so yes, you but, point, yes, yeah. man, yes, and, or no, but. Or, yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. So it's the yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, no, because, no, because, no, because. And so what, the, what these witnesses are being told to do, which I, this is a big issue with me. I rarely lose my cool, but when I start talking about this, my blood boils, is that some witnesses are told so when the plaintiff attorney points out a fact in the case, for example, a fact in this case is that the driver was going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. Isn't that true? Right. The answer is yes. I mean, that's a factual question. But a lot of um, uh, defense attorneys uh, are, are instructing their witnesses to say, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but and then pivot to a defense theme. Um, which I think is a terrible, hor just horrible mistake, because uh, I think it's a very evasive maneuver. I think it's a political debate maneuver, because that's where that came from. And I, I don't think it's really strong testimony, particularly when it's something factual. Um, when that happens to you, when a witness does that to you, when you're just trying to get them to admit to a to a fundamental fact in the case, they don't like the facts. So they go, yeah, but and they start talking about something else. Um how, how do you reel them back in? And I would assume that no witness has a chance to win the deposition against a sophisticated veteran questioner like you. 
Well, I don't know. You're giving me a lot of a lot of credit that I'm not sure I deserve because what I, what, I, what I tell people on my side is I lose if I get mad. Yeah. So so I give all my power away when I get mad. Um, and so the what I've also trained myself is that when I start to get mad because I have some somebody playing some kind of a game on the other side, what I've learned to do is see if I can make that into a game for the case. Because if I can bottle up that anger that I'm starting to feel and I can deliver that frustration, let's just call it frustration. If I can deliver that frustration to the trier of fact, um, then I'm going to, I'm going to, at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one smiling. Um, so I, I agree with you that, that um, uh, I, I, th I think you, you should, I, I think defendants just like plaintiffs, I mean, if you got a bad fact, you lead with it. And say, here it is. And this is my bad fact. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and own, it. No, own it, right? No guarding. Own it. There's no, no, I mean, you can't, the, the, you can't do the guarding thing around, right. around the fact. And you can't say, well, everybody does it. You can't, you know, you can't diminish, diminish. You go, yes. And we shouldn't have been going 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Um, there's more to the case than that. But, you know, I mean, that's for another question. That's not what you're asking me. So when you, when you say, how do I reel them in? It's going to depend on the circumstance. First of all, don't assume I want to reel them in. Yeah. Sometimes I want them to keep fighting with and me. And why? Tell, tell me why, because I know the answer, but I the, want to hear this. At the end of the day, if I'm fighting from a, if I'm fighting and I've managed my emotional state, so I'm not coming from anger, mm -hmm. then who looks like the, who looks like the idiot? Thank you. Okay. So Thank who, and, and people think they're winning that exchange when in fact they're just digging, they're just digging a little deeper, you know, yeah. the hole for themselves because they can't just say you can't just say you were speeding. No, I, I mean it was speeding, but you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You can't you just say you know I shouldn't have had my cruise control on in the rain. I mean, some of these things are so endemic to to yeah. safe or not safe driving, depending on how you're how you're looking at it. Just own the damn thing. Oh, you know, but but. Um, if I really want to reel somebody in, I mean, what I've what I've come to do is I I just I I stop and I I write the question on a piece of paper, and I put a box and I write yes and I put a box and I say no and I say let me mark this as Exhibit Five. Can you please check the box? And yes. and they and they want to fight about yeah. you know sometimes sometimes then it turns into the lawyer fighting with me, which is fine also. Mike, this is not a check the box deposition, Mr. Freed. This is yeah. so your lawyer doesn't want you to check the box. So if you were going to check the box, I'll check it for you. Which one should it be? Right? I mean, you're not going to win that exchange. You know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think that there are there's lots of ways to talk about controlling the witness, but you also really do need to. I mean, what I would tell any plaintiff's lawyer, and I would tell the defense lawyer too. It's about at that point when those things start to happen. It's very much about how do you show up yeah. i mean so are you going to allow the situation to make you angry and mm -hmm. you become less effective if if that happens i think every time you become less effective 100 percent. um and so you know um but but i don't mind people arguing with me um, of course not. <laughs> my, my my sometimes uh, you know maybe i shouldn't admit it out loud but sometimes that's my goal i want you i'd much rather you fight with me about speeding exactly um, than just own that you're speeding it for the same way that if you're 
if you're refusing to, I'm looking for the things that are quote indefensible that you're defending. Yeah, exactly. that's what that's what I call the game, right? Yeah. If you if you're looking because now now you're giving me a trial narrative that's different than whether or not somebody was speeding. It's not that's not even the narrative anymore. Yeah, the narrative is that you can't admit anything, you know. And now who are, who are you more afraid of, jury, or who not afraid? That's wrong. Who who are you more willing to to smack? Yeah. Or who do you, who needs to be smacked? I mean, yeah. if, if if someone comes in and says, yeah, my driver was going 10 over and shouldn't have been, you know, what what would be the best pivot would be to then be able to say, and you know what we learned from that? We learned that we really needed to, to encourage our drivers in a way that they weren't going to do that. So we've implemented you know, policies and procedures and some changes in our, now you've changed the energy of the room yeah. as opposed to trying to defend making it okay, go the other way. And, and you, I mean, and I know this isn't the question, but the same is true, by the way, if you're trying to get a case resolved, when you mm -hmm. come into a room on the plaintiff side and you say, hey, we are sorry, you know what that sounds like to us? It sounds like we're sorry that you got caught and now have to pay a shit ton of money. That's a <laughs> yeah, technical yeah, legal exactly. Term, okay. Um, what would be better is if you came in and you said, hey, I want you to know we looked at this and we didn't like what we saw. And whatever happens here today, we want you to know we've made some changes. We've made them company-wide and we've already done them. We're not, we're not doing it if you settle today. We've already made these changes. Now you're going to change the energy in my room away from anger. And, 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 and you know, anyway, I'm going beyond your question. Yeah, but, I, but it's it's an interesting topic. It's one I'm very passionate about because I don't think witnesses should argue with fact. I don't think witnesses should try to win the deposition. I don't think they should be defensive or evasive. I think they should own the facts. And if there's blame going around in questions and they disagree with that, they can disagree. But I think it'd be the same on your end. Um, if there was surveillance video of your client, you know, that is claiming various injuries and yeah, you know, there's video of him playing basketball with his kids in his driveway. Yep. And the defense attorney's doing a deposition, right? It and never happens we, to me, Bill. That would never happen to me. Yeah, never, never, right? But if that if that was a factual issue, I would assume you would want your client to say, Yes, I was playing basketball with my kids, and not try to say, Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but I was feeling good that day. And you don't understand. And and try to like weasel your way out of that when it's right there in black and white. And the more you argue, like you said, you just keep digging this hole and it looks terrible. No, look, I, I agree. Uh, you know, obviously we, 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 um, uh, uh, you know, what you're hitting on is, is credibility. Yes. At the end of the day, what you're hitting yep. on is credibility. And you can ask, you know, I believe that the party with the credibility at the end wins almost Thank invariably. You. Okay. There's I, probably I some exceptions to that. But, it, but if we accept that as a premise, then you can actually look at everything that's happening in the courtroom and saying, what's the net effect on credibility from this? Yeah. And are, are we increasing ours, decreasing theirs, or are we treading water? And so what's the most credible thing to do if you've done something inappropriate? Just yeah. say I did something inappropriate. And you have to trust. Here's the thing that's hard for people to do. You have to trust that doing that without guarding actually improve you get you get a big a bigger increase to your credibility 
than whatever your perceived downtick is for the bad fact. Exactly. So I actually need, this is going to sound crazy and people are going to call me out on it, but I'll, I'll own it for you. Thanks. I need, I need bad facts in my case. Of course. I need them because that gives me the opportunity. I'm not going to say that I don't try to get rid of them if I can, but when the ones that I can't, I own them so big. I lead with them. Yeah. Now, I want to, I want to be, I, I call it being shockingly credible. Yeah. I want to get up. I mean, I, I know that in the world, I'm a plaintiff's lawyer. I'm coming in asking for a lot of money. I'm that guy. So I have zero credibility. If there's a meter, I'm below zero, you know, starting out. And I feel like I have to, how do I start to be perceived as something other than that? What well, starts in jury selection and probably before starts in the elevator before jury selection, right? Yeah. Um, but it actually starts in the way you build your case and are you going to build it credibly and, you know, dot, dot, dot. But then throughout the whole, throughout the whole process, it's just about if, if I can, if, if I can, you know, in jury selection, when there's the monster juror, I used to dread. Now I smile, go, hallelujah. I get an opportunity to have a guy call me greedy, have yeah. a guy call me, my case sucks. I mean, <laughs> there's never been a case that's ever been good. Great. I mean, those, those questions now are, they're music to my ears Yeah. because they give me an opportunity. You're a greedy lawyer. Yeah. Sometimes I am a greedy lawyer. Um, <laughs> you're right. And, you know, I mean, whatever it is, anyway, I'm, I'm rambling again. Well, that's okay. I, I, I gotta, I gotta wrap up, Joe. Thank you so much uh, for coming on. I, this is one of the, of 165 podcast episodes. This may be my favorite. I, I really well, thank you so much. I bet much. you say that. I bet you say that to all your guests, but that's all right. Bro. I, I, I do. See, I'm not going to pivot <laughs> away from that. I'm going to openly admit I say that to all my guests. No, actually, I, 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 I don't. I think this has been fantastic. I would love to have you back on because uh, some a couple of things that we said, particularly kind of the the jury selection part of this, I think that would be a fantastic episode to really get into the weeds on that. And I would love yeah. your, your 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 thoughts, and particularly on various venues you know, state court versus, uh, you know, federal court. I think that would be a fascinating topic as well. Well, I, I'd, I'd love to anytime you just let me know. And if I can fit it in my schedule, um, this is, I think you and I share one yeah. thing. I, I know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in the world. Um, and my sense is that you believe that about what you're doing as well. I, I, do. Uh, I do. And there's nothing I'd rather be doing than what I'm doing. And I sense I sense that that's true for you as well. So it's nice to talk to a true professional who's looking, trying to look outside the normal places uh, yeah. to um, to try to understand this game that we're playing um, a little better and from a little different perspective than the than the um, this, this the stodgy uh, way that we've all done it in the past. So I, I think we're while we tend to be on opposite sides, I, I don't know that that's really true. At the end that's, of the day, that's, that's I, an amazing point. I, my hope is that all of our work ends up leaving this place a little better than we found it. So I appreciate you having me, Bill. Thank Thanks. you so much, Joe Fried, Atlanta, Georgia. And this is the Litigation Psychology Podcast. Thank you for participating in this episode. We will see you next time.